0: The following is a sermon from Pastor Timothy Borman and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. Our sermon lesson this morning is based on our gospel lesson from, from Matthew chapter 25. We have here, we have here the sweetest, the sweetest, commendation in in all of scripture words of praise for the believer but also some of the hardest um, most um, crushing words from Jesus and and so we want to we want to hear those words this morning and I want to invite you to please stand and we're going to read our gospel lesson from Matthew chapter 25 it's on page nine if you're at home listening in on zoom open up your Bibles there as we take in this parable from Jesus. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I've gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said. gathering where you have not scattered seed so I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground see here's what belongs to you his master replied you wicked lazy servant so you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed well then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned I would have received it back with interest So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. it's a haunting little tale isn't it sort of a almost a horror vignette classically it's called the the parable of the talents did you know that now they call it the parable of the bag of gold I, I like I like the parable of the talents did you know this that the word talent actually comes from this very story it's it's a greek word it, that that when you say it out loud it sounds exactly like the english word talent it's a, it's a it's a measure of money and i need you to know it was a lot of money like like 15 to 20 years worth of a day labors now i don't know what that you guys do the math but it's it's a lot of money the parable of the of the talents it's Jesus longest parable did you know that he, he's, he's, he's got the most to say about how he wants us to use these gifts and, and so here's how we're gonna approach this this morning we're gonna make it real simple it's gonna it's gonna be law and gospel and encouragement We we want to hear we want to hear Jesus words too talented, you see, you hear it there? To talented people. Because you're all talented. Like you've all been given gifts from Jesus, And now he's got words for you. He's got got a word of warning. He's he's got a word of comfort. He's got a word of encouragement to to push you forward. But what I want to do is just lay simple words on your heart as, as we close out Christ the King Sunday. Three words, three words to the talented. And here we go. Here's the first word that Jesus has to the talented. And buckle up. Because this is a hard word he says to the talented you wicked lazy servant That's what he says and you need to hear that like maybe we need to go back and tell his story to to at least this this one talented guy this so so the guy who had everything he goes on a journey and he entrusts his things to three guys and He gives to one guy one talent. It was was the perfect amount to give to him. It was according to his ability. Not too much, not too little. Like It was a Goldilocks amount for him. And then this guy, and we're not told why, not until later. But he takes that one talent and he says to himself, you know what I'm going to do with this? this? I'm going to bury it. So he takes a shovel like it, it's kind of comical if you think about it like he becomes an absolute squirrel he squirrels it away he becomes like a like a pirate and he he buries his his treasure in the ground and then he just leaves it there he grabs a shovel he in, without even using a bank and he just puts it in the ground and he's like it'll be good there i hope i remember where it is And then the guy to whom it belonged came back. And he said to the guy, Here, take it back. I never really wanted it. And then the guy who gave it to him says, You wicked, lazy servant. And then he says to other people that were there, Just get rid of this guy. I'm done with him. He was done with me from the very beginning. Throw him outside, put him in outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Say it like it is Jesus, I guess. That's what he said. Jesus' first word to the the talented. Now we need to hear this. This is really important. And I, I want to do a little bit of spiritual analysis with, with with this word from Jesus. I want I want to notice something with you with you this morning. This guy, this guy who who dug a hole and put his tail in—he it, did nothing wrong. You know that, right? He didn't do anything wrong. He he didn't steal the money from the master. He gave it all back. He he, he didn't set up a spot Ponzi scheme or do some sort of FTX thing with it. Like he. He didn't do anything wrong. He he committed no sin whatsoever. And yet, Jesus says, you wicked, lazy servant. We could could give it a fancy term. He, He did not commit any sins of commission. But he's still condemned. Why? It's because of what he didn't do. We got a fancy term for it. It's called called a sin of omission. Like, you just leave it out. You see, God, in a a sense, there's always two sides to the coin. Like, you know what you can never do as a Christian? You can never do this. You can never as a Christian say, you know what, I'm going to let other people do it. You, 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 can, you can never say, you know, I'm not going to take responsibility. I'm not, I'm not going to use my talents to God's glory. I'm going to let other people do it. You can never take your talent and bear it. You can never stay home and play video games all day and watch God knows what and then say, I was a pretty good person today. I was really righteous. When you helped no one. When you served no one. When you did not give glory to God with what he had given you know what God says to a person who buries their talent? You're wicked. Think about what that says. Well, you know what he, what he says to the guy who, or, or, or the lady who buries his talent? He says he says you're lazy. Is it hard to hear? These are words, I think there's there's a part of us, look, we're not going to cast stones on it. there's a part of us that that in false humility would say, I can't do it, I I don't have the talents for that. And, And what we're really doing is we're just burying it. We need this warning from Jesus. And we need to hear it so that even the little bit that he gives us we put it to use, to his glory. That's, that's the first word that Jesus gives to talented people. The second word that he gives is this. This is so much more encouraging. He says, well done. And I love that. Like, and maybe we need to tell their story. Like, there's these two guys, and, and it's the same, the same guy, who whatever, everything. And he goes on a journey, and he commends to them five talents according to his ability. And then he gives to another guy two talents also according to his ability. And you know what they do right away? It says at once. Without thinking, they take a risk they put it in the market they put it to work and they get an incredible return <laughs> ROI <laughs> isn't that the banking term they double it so now the guy's got ten and the other guys got four and the the the, the landowner comes back and, and, and they say look what we did for you here's ten talents and then he says something incredible He says, well done. Like if it's the paper that you're getting back from school, it's A plus. A plus plus. (laughs) Like it's an unqualified um, word of praise. Commendation. It was done perfectly. Well done. And then he says, good. You know, if there's something, somebody said this, if there's something that I want or want written on my tombstone, it would be that. Just that. He was a good man. Well done, good and faithful. Think about that. Faithful servant. Beautiful words. Now, if you're anything like me, there's a part of you that doesn't believe that Jesus is going to say that about you. It cuts, doesn't it? How could he? Like, (laughs) I was thinking about it, it was like, Jesus, I wish you would have put a fourth guy in the parable. Like, this would be me. I I would be like, Jesus, you gotta tell about the fourth guy. Like the guy who had half a talent, not a full, not even a full talent. He had a half a talent, and then he went. the, The guy goes out right away and he puts it in the market and he loses everything. And then he goes, he goes, he goes to, the, to, to, to Jesus and he says, Jesus, I tried. I, I really tried. I gave it a go. But I got nothing to give you. Just nothing. And then we, we want to hear Jesus say, Well done! But he doesn't. It's, there's only two places to be in the parable. But I think there's a teaching there for us. There's a teaching there for us because a lot of times, like this is true, a lot of times, you know how we see ourselves? We see ourselves only according to the law. You're a failure. You didn't measure up, not as a parent, not as an employee, not as a child, not as a student. You didn't make it. You, you didn't do everything that you could. And so you think about yourself, Jesus, you could never say that about me. Maybe you could say he did the best he could, <laughs> but not well done. But you need, you need to see yourself like God does. And you know how he sees you? He sees you robed in Christ. He sees you washed in Jesus' blood. And so when he sees you going out there every single day, using your talents the best that you can, you know what he sees? A good man. And a good woman. And a faithful one at that. And so he will say to you one day, I want you to believe it. He will say to you one day, not because you're so good. He will say to you one day, well done. my good and faithful servant. That's what the gospel says. Set everything else aside. Set everything that you know about your sin and think everything about what Jesus has done for you and then you're going to know. You're going to know what he's going to say to you. Well done. Unqualified. Unqualified praise because of how he covers you and loves you you need to hear that those are two words wicked lazy servant well done and i got one more (laughs) it's doesn't come out of jesus mouth but it but it's implicit i want to do a little bit of comparison with you and we have to go a little bit deeper see so here, here's one thing you got to know about this parable there's not much story here there's there really isn't there's not much narrative there's not there's not huge twists and turns like we've had in other parables but we have this is what um english Litz would call characterization so you have to look about the things of the heart like why you have to ask questions like why why did the two servants just go out and risk everything Like immediately, they they get the talents, they don't even think about, let's put it in the market. They risk everything. Why do they do that? What is their backstop? Grace. They know something about the master that even if they screw it up, he'll say, well done. They know that. What about the other guy who goes and buries his talents? What's his problem? Look at what he says we gotta go, We got to go straight into what he says. If we're going to believe what he says, he, he says this. And we're looking at verse 25. He says, I was afraid. So why does he go out there and b- b- bury his tail? He was afraid. He was afraid of failure. He was afraid of letting God down. Because his faith wasn't telling him how good God was, and how forgiving God was, and how redeeming God was, he didn't. He didn't let his faith-filled heart lead to faithful living. So here's what we can never do. Like let's let's just bring this home. We must never, ever, ever let our fears stop us from stepping out. We can't. You want to know the truth? The only way, this is what this parable is teaching us, the only way that we can disappoint God is if we don't step out in faith. The only way we can disappoint Him is we just take the talent, we just bury it, and then we give it back to Him. You know what you have to do then? Immediately, trusting in God's grace, put your fear aside put those talents to work. We get to. I asked my daughter if I could tell this story about her, and uh, maybe you don't have to guess about who it was, and she's okay with it, but there was a tryout for the volleyball team in her school, and we were talking with her, and we said, you know, you should, you should try out. You should do that, but we didn't know that when the tryout was, and then we found out that the tryout passed she never tried out I said why'd you do that why did not you at least try we think she doesn't admit it to this day but we think she was afraid to fail maybe she would have but uh, you know what? we need to do we need we we we, we need to we need to replace we need to replace our fear of failure with what, what, what others have called a holy curiosity. What's going to happen? This is exciting. What's going to happen? I don't know, but let's try. Replace our fear with, with, a, with, with a holy curiosity of what God will do for you and through you as you step out in faith. It's it's a whole new way of 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 approaching of, of approaching life. You know, somebody took me aside. We all suffer for this. Somebody took me aside, and I realized that I was suffering from this. And he said, he said, I want you to hear this passage from Joshua. Just listen. He said, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. For the Lord your God is with you. Wherever you go. So here's our third word. Do not be afraid. Step out in faith and use the gifts and talents that God has given you. So we've come, we've come to the end of the church years. I, I, I've got more to say. You'll have to come back next year for that. Well, what a way to go out. The crown is on Jesus' head. He's encouraged us to take a look at how we use our talents for next year. (laughs) And he's empowered us with his gospel to believe with our whole hearts that he will say, well done, good and faithful servant. So with that in your hearts and minds, step out in faith. Do not be afraid.